Yes, welcome to the 4th and Inches weekly wrap-up podcast. I'm Mike Mahag, and joining me this week, as every week, is Aaron Brightmore. Aaron, g'day. How are you, mate? I'm very good. I'm very good. Thank you, Michael. Gotta love that song. It's, it's just a great way to start, isn't it? Oh, it gets you fizzed. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, shout out to uh, James Mack and... Uh, I uh, actually forgot last week to to mention his uh, his sidekick, his Robin to his Batman, I, I believe. Mm. Um, Phoenix Grava helped him on the track as well. So shout out to both of those guys; they're doing doing great work. So we've been uh, now in a position to have a week, I guess, where we've been able to reflect mm. uh, since since the draft. Yep. And it's it's interesting. The the last episode, we obviously gave our own thoughts uh, on each other's team, um, on other people's teams. There were some feedbacks, and some people were maybe, I don't know, unhappy about how we how we graded them. I guess. What was your uh, What was your feedback from the week? Yeah, pretty much that. Um, pretty, a lot of justification um, from from people. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of questions of us you know like i think you know i've seen a couple of your replies and i think at the end of the day the only time we can be judged is at the end of the season yeah i think that's it's it's fairly fair it's uh, it's hard to hard to say what is now and I, i'm going to jump in right now and, and just have a wee chat about what i how i graded myself last week because there was quite a bit of chat about it i think i think that was the most controversial point to be fair was yeah, an a plus Yes, yes, and look, I'm gonna I'm gonna defend myself to a to a certain extent here. I I gave myself an A plus for how my draft went, and and maybe I didn't express that well enough during the last episode. Uh, I'm not going to show away that I thought I have a great team during the episode as well. So I gave myself an A plus for the draft and how it went because it went exactly to plan i stayed to the plan i you know we talked about all the mock drafts that i did i got the players that i wanted i couldn't fault how the draft went yeah which is fine but that's not that's that wasn't the question the well, question you know, you're right yeah right everyone's team yeah and i think i i got a little bit caught up in being so high on how i how my draft went yes I've had a week. <laughs> yeah. Um, since since our draft, I've also done two other drafts. Yeah. Or two other leagues that we weren't really discussed on on this podcast, you know. And the term buyer's remorse mm. slightly uh, comes to mind, and I am willing to apologize. Uh, say. No, no, there's no apologies. No I'm, apologies. I'm willing to okay. say, okay. I'm willing to say out loud right now that my team is not A plus. My team is not A plus. I, <laughs> I have some, I have some holes in my team. <laughs> 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 I, I have some serious holes. Um, would would I change things? Yes. Yeah. And, and it's going to take a couple of weeks, maybe the whole season to try and figure out how I've ended up with the team that I have and and what was I thinking during those mock drafts and why did I come to the conclusion that 
this was the right path to take. I, I, I don't have answers about that yet, but what I want to do is I want to come on to this podcast and I want to be honest and I want to be readily able to call myself out if, if need be. And I'm, I'm doing that in, in episode five that I, I have okay. made a poor decision in my draft. Well, look, I, I mean, I don't think we expected this podcast to become some kind of um, Alcoholics Anonymous type situation, um, you know, where you had to come on and say, I'm Michael and I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a fantasy footballer-holic. I don't, I don't know what the proper term would be. I have a draft problem. And so. you've got a draft problem and then you proceed to tell us, you know, about the decisions you've made and, you know, and, and cry and, and stuff like that. I don't think we need it to go that far, but, you know, but thank you. I mean, if we want to, if we want to go down that path, I think the, the, what stemmed from it is me taking Zeke so early on in so many seasons and that that's burnt me. And now I've ended up scarred by that, which <laughs> leads me to go fuck all running backs. I'm going wide receiver, wide receiver, QB. Yeah. You've been burnt. You've been, you've been burnt. We talked about it before the draft. I also wonder, and and you and I have had this conversation many a times. Your your worst season, right, in in fantasy was when you had when you were in America and you had access to so much information. You just had you had so much information at your fingertips that mm. I I think you got to a point where you 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 overthought it and you were you know. You know, you get you, you watch ESPN and you watch Sports Center and stuff like that, and and they're always hyping someone up. And a lot like this podcast, right? None of us know what's going to happen. Yeah, you know, true. it's all just it's all just our thoughts and opinions, right? And you get and you get caught up in that. And and you know, and I think I, I think you know you did you did the right thing. You did loads of mock drafts and stuff like that. And I and I and I think that's you know because you those the same guys that were falling to you at you know, at that at that time was still falling to you in the in the draft that I wonder if that kind of you kind of came in with rose coloured glasses potentially because everything that you expected to happen happened but you kind of didn't so you didn't see it as like, oh actually that's not that great. That's just kind of mm. what I expect to happen. But only you can answer that. Only yeah. you can answer that. Something I haven't uh, discussed with you, Aaron, but some of our listeners uh, will be well aware of is that uh, there's been a couple of draft proposals put out there uh, on the back of the buyer's remorse. Um, Trade proposals, you mean? Is that what I said? No, you said draft proposals. Sorry. There's definitely a a few trade uh, proposals that have been put out there. Is that right? Yes. Yes, and I can I can officially say that. Um, look, um, Josh Allen's on the trade block. Is that right? Josh Allen is on the trade block for. Oh, here we go. A top ten RB. Wow! I'll, I'm just I'm putting it out there. I I'm wow. willing to I'm willing to accept a trade pre. Game one, but it's going to have to be really good. Uh, I'm more than likely to accept it after week one because we will just we might just roll the dice there um, and live with my um, choices. Now, for just to be very clear, um, Cooper Cup is not available to trade. 
So he is he yep. is off the off the trading block, which we'll actually come to very soon in regards to the trade block and how useful it is and why you know more more of us should use it. But just sticking with Purple Rain at the moment, Josh Allen is is up for a trade. If anyone is interested, wow, that's your boy. Yeah, I love I love that's your Josh boy. Allen. I love Josh Allen, but oh, oh man, you know fantasy. There will be some people crunching some numbers, you know, once this comes out. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, 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 it's, it's running back. I'm, I'm, I'm extremely weak at running back, and even man, my like my flex position. Holy shit! I was looking at that today, and it's <laughs> London. And when I, I, I looked at it today, or it was it yesterday, and I was like, yeah. Yeah, this is why Aaron hated my team. Look <laughs> yeah. at my flex. Look at my flex. It's yeah, it, it's horrendous. That's it's awful. horrendous. Yeah. yeah. Do you know? Do you know what? Like you know, I don't want to put the kibosh on any on anyone out there that wants to trade Alan. The problem you've got, man, is QBs pretty deep. Running backs, not so much. Yep, and that's that's understandable. Yeah, I I understand the position that I've I've put myself in. Mm. the The good thing, I guess, about Josh Allen, if I may sell him for a moment, is that <laughs> you know he's gonna he's gonna run in some touchdowns. He's a he's a running yeah. um, QB. He's he's elite passing, great game management. He's got a numerous weapons. Uh, maybe a great handcuff for whoever's got digs. Just. Maybe throwing that out there. So yeah, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Hey, all I you thought... can do, all you can do is put it on the side of the road with a sign on it, and 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 hope that someone gives you a call. That's exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So I thought uh, today's episode will be fairly uh, short and uh, sweet. Uh, we're going to review the upcoming matchups as we head into week one. Um, super exciting, obviously. Real NFL at the end of this week. But before we crack into that, I thought there's just a, a little bit of admin I thought that would be helpful to everyone just to go over. Yeah. Uh, one of those we sort of just touched on in regards to the trade block. So the trade block is a, a feature on the NFL Fantasy page. If you click into the My Team and then along to Trading Block, it will bring up a page which then allows you to edit your trading block. And what it does there is that it will list all of your players and you can tick the box to say the players that are on the block, so up for a trade. But you can also tick the players that are untouchable. So for instance, I'm going to have Josh Allen ticked as on the block. I'm going to have Cooper Cut ticked as untouchable. And then it also, on the right-hand side, has a note box, um, which it says you have the option to include a text note to other team managers with additional information. And in that box, I'm going to list um, wishing to trade Ellen for top 10 RB. Or near offer. No? <laughs> uh, I, I No, it will need to be a top 10 RB. <laughs> Does he have a warrant and a registration? A current warrant and... As is... As is where is. As is where is, is yeah. uh, how we're taking them. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I find it a really a really um, helpful tool, potentially when you're, obviously, when you've got a, tr- a player that you 
either a, you want to get rid of or you, you've got a, a position that you want to fill. It's not for everyone. You know, if you don't want to use it, that's totally fine. That's all good. It saves a lot of mucking around because I can come to you and go, oh, I think that Mike wants this or, you know, what or I think Mike might be open to this. And then I send you a trade and you send me a, a you decline it straight away. And it's like, oh, well, that was a waste of time. Whereas if, you know, I can go to the trade block, have a look and go, see, you know, see who's offering up what and go, oh, okay, well, I was going to look at Mike, but actually Macca, for example, has got a wide receiver that he, you know, that I'm pretty interested in. So that's good to know. Let's go and have that conversation instead of, you know, wasting my time having a chat with Mike. But it only does yeah. work if everyone's using it or, you know, well, everyone, yeah. the majority are, yeah. are using I, I, it. I think for me, one of the really helpful parts of it is the untouchables. Like yep. it, that just that just keeps everyone really honest in regards to, look, I'm I'm not going to give up my number one pick. That that just that just doesn't work for me, right? So, I've I've wasted my first overall pick on Cooper Cup. I'm keeping him, right? He's he's not. Yeah, oh, no, until hey, week four when he hasn't backed up from last year and then all of a sudden that untouchable tick goes away. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But for now, he's the yeah. no one no one could offer me anything for Cooper Cup. That's not true. <laughs> no. Okay. No, I'm on dead serious. Like I, I I wouldn't take I wouldn't take um JT or CMC for Cooper Cup. Did did set. Josh Allen? Yep. But not not Cooper Cup, so that's why he's one hundred percent untouchable for me. I notice how Brees Hall wasn't in the names of people that you wouldn't be uh, <laughs> okay. willing. Here we go. Yeah, let's, to trade for. So maybe we'll have a chat off here. You know, let's maybe. save let's save the Brees Hall chat for uh, for later when we talk about your matchup because I've got some <laughs> I've got some hot stats coming in for that as oh, well. There we go. Look for look for it. Um, the other point of admin that I just really want to touch on is the IR. Mm. And how that works. Uh, yes. Exactly the same rules as last year. Uh, there was maybe a little confusion or people played lots of different leagues and the rules are different and that happens. So just to clarify, the IR spot is purely for COVID and not for injuries. So if you have a player that goes down with an injury, you cannot put them on your IR spot. You can keep them on your bench. That's fine. But you cannot put them on your IR spot. If your player is out with COVID, they can go on that spot. And then once they return from COVID, they, they must then return on. to you either your team or your bench. Yes. And that's... There's, look, I'll give people some leeway on that as far as when they come off the list because there can be there can be a little bit of a delay as far as time zones for us, right? But you can't sit with an IR, sorry, a non-COVID player on your IR for a whole weekend or a week or whatever. It's it's almost twenty four hours is is kind of the the given. Does that make sense, Aaron? Yep, hundred percent. Obviously, if you've got any queries about that, um, hit us up on on Facebook um, and let us know if there's any um, anything remiss about any of those things. So before we uh, crack into the matchups, let's have a let's just quickly touch on Hard Knocks because how good? So good! Oh, the fourth episode. I hate to say it. 
Yeah. I hate to say it. We talked about it in the, I think, the first episode. We talked about don't fall in love with, with people on hard knocks. They always come back and bite you. Yeah. And I have to say, unfortunately, I've uh, I've fallen in love with some hard knocks people. Yeah, who is it? Uh, it's uh, Aiden Hutchinson's mum and, uh, and his two sisters. <laughs> By God, I would draft them first round. First round. First round. Like team first, ha- second, team third. Hutch. Team, team Hutch. Hutch. Oh, I mean, the the man's a beast, but they, I mean, if they if they are not being lined up for some kind of e Hollywood bloody Kardashians carry on. They should be. Do yeah. yourself a favor, gentlemen. Go and have a look. And by God. I'd say nine 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 out of ten uh Futang Graham is probably already following them on Instagram. Probably. So. Oh, you know what? And absolutely nothing wrong with that. Nothing, nothing wrong with it. They oh, no one out like no playing staff. I'm not I'm no none of the players. They're not touching any of them. <laughs> But oh, like I would sacrifice my first three picks for, for, for those three. All right. Oh. Well, I think on that note, we probably should move along uh, before uh, <laughs> anyone else gets in, in trouble. Let's kick off uh, week one of the fourth, fourth and inches league. Which, uh, which game do you want to start with, Aaron? Which one do you want to review? Look, I think, uh, I think should we start with your one? Oh, why not? First one up, Purple Rain versus Shoulda Run It. Now, for me, uh, this is the first uh, family rivalry of the year. Yeah, which is exciting. It's uh, Mahag versus Mahag, and what a what a way to kick off the season, I think. Um, Sydney, uh, Sydney Dan coming up against uh, myself. Obviously, a, pu- a pure rookie coming up uh, against a, a one time champ. Tough ask. A veteran, a veteran of the league, the commissioner a veteran of the league, the commissioner. Yeah, he's coming up against the commissioner, so a tough one. Now, actually, before we really kick into this, Aaron, we should we should actually just take a moment to talk about projections and whether you and I oh. are actually going to talk about projections or we're, we're going to completely ignore them. Ah, uh, look. I think you and I have had enough conversations about this now to just know that if you can just remove projections from whatever you're looking at, then do it. Like it's a pointless exercise. You know, it, 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 it really is very rarely are projections even remotely close. Yeah. I, look, I, I, I'm not, I'm not a massive fan. I'm not a massive yeah. fan. Yeah. We, we, we definitely agree on this. I, prefer to look at the matchups while that's not really relevant in, in week one there's still value in that so who who is your player fantasy player actually playing against are they playing against a really good defense in that team or or whatever or are they going to be are they playing against a, a team that's absolutely amazing at offense and you know that they're actually going to be behind fairly early on which means that they are going to throw Need or need to throw pretty much right from the start, or definitely near the end of the game, and so suddenly the RB becomes not a factor. I mean, there's there's lots of ways you can play it. 
Yeah, I like looking at the matchups. You know, like you say, when it, and, and after week one, you know, you'll start getting the greens and the reds. You know, that's that's a good place to go. You can't help but look at them. You know, and I mean, if we look at oh, the projection right in your for face. Your guys, yeah, if, I mean, if we look at the projection for your guys' game, yeah, 124.57 to 124.41. I mean, if that happens, yeah, wow. I'll bank the win. <laughs> yeah, 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 100%, 100% you do. But yeah, no, I'm not a, I'm not a massive fan. I turn them off. Each their own, yes. Uh, now, I have pretty much confirmed my lineup. I know when people are listening to this podcast, potentially they may have confirmed their lineups. Some people may be making changes, but we're, we're reading this just live on a, on a Monday night. So I've actually confirmed my lineup and I've dropped London to the bench and I've brought in KJ Osborne from Minnesota into my flex spot. But cool. Yeah. But cool, London. Yeah. You know, London's gonna London's gonna get looks. But I mean, it's they're from they're Mariota looks. But um, you know, I mean, you what are your thoughts on on Osborne for the for the Vikings? Well, I'm I'm literally choosing wide receiver three over a wide receiver one. Yeah, on the on the depth charts, but I I think. KJ Osborne is in for a bit of a season, given that the a lot of attention will be obviously on Jefferson, and then yep. the other top ten wide receiver for the year will be Thielen, <laughs> and then <laughs> you know that will bring KJ Osborne into the game. Tough matchup I, though, tough matchup against the Packers. Against the Packers, but they are at home. Home. So I I like I like that. I, I just felt I felt more comfortable. I just really felt more comfortable chucking KJ Osborne in there. So I, so I've I, gone, I've gone with that. I just noticed um, the Seahawks are playing Denver first. Yes. first game up. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And there, there's there's actually a couple of games that are just of note. There's Panthers versus Browns. So Baker yeah, Mayfield, Baker Mayfield. going up against that. Um, so yeah, there's there's a couple of grudge matches just straight straight off the bat for um for week one, which is which is very exciting. That game Friday though, from oh, Friday yeah. our time. Oh, oh my days. Yeah, like that is an absolute banger. And for those uh, interested, um, at the New Zealand TAB, the Rams are currently the underdogs. So the Bills are favourite for that game, which is, I don't know. Is, like, I, I'm a little surprised by that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, look, I think, yeah, I think uh, if we look at, if I run through, look at the teams, you're starting a Seattle running back. Um, well, not you, sorry. Um, should have run it, starting a Seattle running back. Doesn't excite me. Mm. Um, he's got a lot. Well, he's got he's got Jerry Judy, so that's you know it'll be interesting to see how he goes. Um, I mean, well, he's got Jerry just, Judy. He's got Jerry Judy in the flex, and I, yeah. I I think that's amazing. Like if you've got the yeah, ability to have Jerry Judy in the flex, that's, I think it's potentially cancelled out by the fact that he has Ceedee Lamb as his wide receiver too um, against the Bucks. You know, um, uh, yeah, but hey, it's, uh, you know, who knows? At, you know, at this point of the season, who knows? Yeah. You know, knows, you, you yeah. haven't seen much of the starters. 
Jonathan Taylor, you know, against my Texans, I mean, he'll just run amok. Of course he will. You know, so that, that could count against you. It'd be interesting to see how Cooper goes against against the Bills for you. Mm. Yeah. And an, and an absolute dice roll on my two running backs. Just so an absolute dice let's roll. Let's leave it there. Let's leave yeah, it well, there. Um, talking about... Oh, I'm, I'm taking it out. I'm taking it out. Okay. I'm taking the win. It's uh, it's going to be close. It won't be less than a point close, like the projections say. Um, I'm I'm going to... My top performing is going to be Evans. Yep. I think Evans is going to score two touchdowns against Dallas. Uh, but I am I'm very nervous about going up against Judy. Okay. I think Sydney Dan wins it. I think you I think you take mm. the L. I think he has a deeper team. Um again, projections mean nothing, but Mark Andrews is playing the Jets and is projected to get eighteen points. On on paper, he has the better team, and i I think mm. um, I think he wins it. You know, it's a tough matchup for Rogers at the Vikings, and it, it, has he connected with those wide receivers? I mean, it's still Aaron Rodgers. Talking about grudge matches, let's move straight on to the Henderson Home Invaders versus the Auckland Vulcans. A repeat of last year's final, straight back into it. In week one. An absolute humdinger Nervous? it was. Uh, yeah. We all know how it ended, so let's not dwell on that too much. How, how are you feeling about the, the matchup week one? Yep. Um, it, the, again, and this is why I kind of don't take any notice of them, the The projections are all over the show. Um, I was, you know, I was like 10 points behind them at one stage, and now we're separated by two points, and I haven't changed my team from the draft. Yeah, the, the projections change during the week yeah. based on whoever enters the stats, what they had for breakfast. Yeah, yeah 100%, so, 100%. You know. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it's 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 going to be close. Um, I'm... I'm... Uh, I'm mulling over my flex spot, as you, as you may have noticed. So that's uh, Ayuk for the for those at home that aren't looking at this screen at yeah. the moment. So I've got Ayuk in there at the moment from San Fran. They're playing the Bears, so probably the better matchup. Good and, matchup. and big wraps on Ayuk yeah. at the moment. Um, were you were you tossing up between um, playing Ayuk or Juju? Uh, no, I was tossing up between playing Ayuk and and Brees Hall, but I think. Sorry, what was it? <laughs> Brees Hall, did you say? Brees Hall. Uh, <laughs> you brought Brees Hall up, actually. Um, yeah, I wasn't going to, but you you brought Brees Hall up. Uh, just a fun fact for you. You're the only person in the whole league that has their second pick on the bench. Yeah. Their second pick on the bench. Yeah, but you're also the only person in the whole league that's trying to trade away their third pick. So, you know, let's not, <laughs> let's not throw through. That we know of. That No, that we know <laughs> of. That we okay. know of. Okay. Okay, yours is confirmed. Oh, it's not confirmed. I can see it. It's not confirmed. I haven't confirmed anything. Wow. I'm mulling it over. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, look, I think we've talked that to death. Anderson, sorry, Auckland Vulcans, um, has, a, has a pretty solid team. 
Um, I think it will be close. It'd be interesting to see how DK goes for him. Um, God, imagine, imagine having DK in your flex. You know, like sure. the last couple of years, that just wouldn't have been a thing, right? He's got Devonta Adams, so that'll be. I mean, again, you know. Uh, look, I'm, I'm going to call I'm going to call uh, Auckland Vulcans out here. I, I wouldn't even be playing. Um, you wouldn't play Metcalf. Metcalf. In, in the flex, but then looking at his bench, you, I guess you have to. Yeah, oh, look, I, 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 I get big raps on Pickens, eh? Like, just doing the business. And, too and early. Yeah, 100% too early. But, um, yeah, look, it'll be interesting to see how that whole Seattle thing goes. Yeah, look, I'm not – I'm probably – it's too close to call. I think this one could, you know, too close to could call. go either way. Um, my player for Auckland Vulcans uh, to watch out for is Devontae Adams. Yep. I think that it'll be a real statement 100%. game. Las Vegas will want to come out and absolutely uh, showcase what they're, what they're about this season. They're also playing against the Chargers, which are hugely high scoring. So yep. The Chargers have done a little bit of work on defense over the over the, um, over the the offseason and stuff. You know, so, mm-hmm. it's, you know, like you said, they've had high scoring games. It's an area they've needed to improve on. They've got you know they've got the offense down, so it'll be interesting to see how that how that goes. Um, but that combination, yeah. like that Carr and Adams combination, they shouldn't have to wait too long for that to work because I mean they're basically no. best mates, right? So, yep, yeah. Um, player from the Henderson Home Invaders that I'm most worried about, Mooney. Yep. I mean that's. Yeah, you've got Justin Fields throwing. It's just yeah, Sam, up against San Fran, I could see Mooney going without a touchdown and who knows how many yards. Yep, again, not set in stone, but not probably not probably not far off. Um, you know, Juju word around the campfire is that you know the it's um you know there's a relationship developing, but you know it's not it's not a Devonta Adams you know, uh, Derek Carr relationship at this stage. So Interesting. We will see. Next on the schedule, we've got Duke Jukums versus CMC at the top. Fun little fact here. CMC at the top is 3-1 and one all time to CMC. Sorry, Duke Jukums is 3-1 and one all time to CMC. Yeah. Look, Duke Jukums, is a, he's got a pretty solid, he's got a pretty solid team. You know, I know. I know. I gave him a C, um, and he and he was a bit. He was a bit upset about that. He was a bit upset. <laughs> Look, I, I mean, I think it will largely depend on how Zeke goes. A, a Bills running back doesn't excite me, but um, you know, he's got Jefferson. He's got Kittle. Colts defense have got the Texans, so that you know that could be twenty points by itself. You know that. Could make up for any shortfall anywhere else. You don't want to be relying on your defense to score you twenty points to win. No, game, no, you don't. But I'm just. I think. I think they could get twenty points. You look at CMC me at the top, and he's got. You know, he can afford to have um, Akers at his flex. Yeah. So, to, so for me, the most interesting player for CMC at the top uh, this week, and obviously we are. Uh, again, talking about this on a Monday night, so it may change. But Acres in in the flex—that's that is a very interesting spot for me. 
I'm not I'm not saying he deserves to be in the top two spots when you've got Fournette and CMC in there, but uh, I think that's pretty strong. I'll, I'll be interested to see how he goes. On the other side, for me, I think the um, the real um, guy that I'll have my eye on for Duke Jukums is obviously Koo, the kicker, <laughs> uh, because we all know what he uh, what he brings. Yeah. yeah. I, look, I think I think Zeke kind of if Zeke goes well, I think Duke Jukums will go well. I I'm surprised that he's got Damon Pierce on the bench, but again, maybe that'll maybe that'll change. I mean, at the end of the day, where you're going to put him? Um, He's pretty mm. stacked in that area. I think the Thielen one for me, there's cons- consistency there, right? Yeah, looking at uh, CMC, he's he's got Thielen starting, which is obviously the right thing to do because he's going to be a top 10 <laughs> wide receiver by the end of the year. But I believe he drafted Godwin far earlier than Thielen, and he's got Godwin on the bench. Now, Godwin is uh, questionable at the stage, but come game day I I wouldn't be surprised if if Godwin did make the um the oh, team. Yeah, over Thielen, I I think that. Okay. I I think I think CMC me at the top will have a little bit too much depth and I think that they will I think they'll win that. I'm going to I'm going to take Duke Jukums on this one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with uh, tradition. I'm gonna get a phone call this week once he's listened to the podcast. But I, I just think, I think CMC me at the top will, will win this one. There you go. Moving on to the next uh, matchup, we've got Saints and Sinners versus uh, North Sound Raptors. Now this is the first meeting of two Smack Brewery founders. Uh, so very exciting. Um, we've got our newcomer, another newcomer to the league, uh, Spencer from the Cayman Islands, uh, with the North Sound Raptors. There, interesting matchup again here. I mean, the, they're all very interesting because it's week one, and we don't know really what's going to go go down here. I'm going to say straight off, straight out. Obviously, North Sound Raptors again. Their team is just looking so good, so good. Herbert at, at QB, Kaus at tight end, Eckler as your lead running back, and Pittman as your lead wide receiver. Just money, eh? Like, how did we I let don't know. that happen? I would, you draft? know what? I was just sitting here looking at it going, how do we let that happen? Um, Edmonds is, is meant to be the lead running back at Miami. Not that that's a statement choice, but again, he might be making these changes later on. I'd be giving uh, I'd be giving the Mexican, Valdez Scanlon, a run. Um, really? Yeah. No, I'm I'm willing to wait a week to see how that what what happens in KC then. Over Waddle though? Mm, no, I, I'll 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 I'm, I'm, no yeah I'll leave Waddle in. Okay, all right. I would probably be playing Carter, New York Jets running back though. Ah, no need, mate. He's not the number one, so don't worry about it. <laughs> Look, I'm a big fan of Macca's team. He's got Etienne on the on his flex. Sorry, he's got Carr. Hopefully, those you know those uh, Devonta Adams um, points go both ways. Saquon needs a big year. Kamara needs a big year. He's got a Texans wide receiver, which I mean, he's got the best Texans wide receiver, but that's not exactly a, a statement either. Yeah, look, that that's the only change that I'd have. I, I'd be I'd be dropping Cooks um, out of out in out of the starting um, lineup and playing Eddie as a 
because you're I a think, massive fan of Eddie Izzard. Oh, look, I think Eddie, he's going to become Rogers' favorite target at um, at Green Bay. So I think Eddie Izzard is going to be like really, it's, it's going to be a breakout year for him. So I'm not convinced that Houston's got any better. They might not have got any worse. And uh, sure I'll the have old, you know, like, well, someone has to catch the three ball. Three and but... oh, three and oh during preseason. Thank you. Oh, Including a win is. over the Rams. Okay. Yeah. You know, so Super Bowl, Super Bowl bound, are we? We're, we're trending in the right direction. We're trending in the right direction. And that's all that's we can all, ask. That's, for the, that's all I want to see Texas. is improvement. I, when I look at these teams, now I think it'll. I think this will be close. I think the fact that he's got Herbert and Eckler and Kels probably uh, probably does it for me. And I think I think Spencer takes it out. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. I'll go uh, North Sound Raptors as well. Next on the schedule, we have Dark Horses versus Nuts and Bolts. And unfortunately, the only comment that I've got here is. Is this a contender versus a pretender matchup? Um, and that's a little bit harsh, I know. Obviously, we are referring to RV as the auto draft, but. He's projected to win. <laughs> He's projected to win. He is them. projected to win. Hence, again, hashtag projections. <laughs> yeah. it's, we've talked about or we heard from Max last week in regards to the stock that he's got in Denver. And he hasn't shied away from that. He's playing all three of those members in his team. So, I mean, in for a penny, in for a pound is what they say, apparently. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, it's, it's what, I, uh, what I've heard. But, I mean, let's to be fair, look at his bench. There's not there's not a lot on there. Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas had count, count himself unlucky to miss out, I would have thought. but Yeah, and Renfro. Like, play Renfro, bro. Put him in you there. You love Renfro. You love him. I do love Renfro. I won't be trading Renfro for Josh Allen. Just let's just get that out there. I won't be. I tell you, well, just going back either, to that but... though, if you look at, I just noticed who RV has in his flex, which I'm assuming he hasn't changed his team or anything yet. But that's uh, having digs in your flex is a. I mean, that's some BDE right there. But that is that is putting your uh, your second round pick. Or was that first? That might have been his first round. Yeah, pick. It might have been, but. Harvey might be knocking on the door for that uh that Josh Allen trade. No, but he can't give me a, a top ten RB. Are you telling me right now that Tony Pollard is not a top ten RB? Oh, you absolute <laughs> disgrace. Exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> it's exactly what I'm saying. Look, I'm I'm big on uh, nuts and bolts's team here with um, Gage. I, I really like what his potential is at Tampa Bay. Um, Brady is known to be to create superstars out of out of nothing. I think Gage could be that type of um, Edelman uh, wide receiver uh, that, that that Brady likes. So we'll see. We'll see what happens there. So that that's the player that I'm. I'm going to. Well, keep what my I like about Gage is, uh, is is he has confidence to back himself. Uh, I'm sure it's got him into trouble, um, which is why he's mm. been moved on to Tampa. But uh, hey, look, yep. you know, again, if we talk about BDE, betting on yourself to win yep. games on the, in the uh, in the NFL, you get my vote. Yep. Yeah, 100%. As far as uh, Dark Horses, I'll be uh, keeping my eye on uh, DJ Moore, wide receiver Carolina. 
Uh, I think I mentioned in the last episode I was targeting him in the draft. Um, not totally unhappy that I, I didn't get him, um, but also, yeah, interested to see. I, th- I think Baker Mayfield is unknown going into the season after He's got a point the to years. Prove. At, that's for sure. He does. He's, he'll, he'll be playing with a chip on his shoulder. That's for sure. So, yeah. Do we do we know who the Cleveland QB is for the first 11 uh, games? Yes, we do. It is the guy that used to be at the Colts. Sorry, used to be at the Patriots, then went to the Colts. And his name completely escapes me right now. Kobe Brissett. Ah, oh, Brissett. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Typical Brown, right? Yeah. Um, who are you picking this one? Max. 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 You know, I mean, it depends how Denver go, really. Um, but it really but does. He's got, he's got a. He's got the better team, I think. Yeah, dark horses for me as well. I think they'll they'll bring home the bickies. Um, Joe Mixon, I think, will have a big game. Um, Schultz as well. So, and in the last matchup, heading into week one, we have Portage Pigskins versus the Fu Tang Clan. Uh, fun fact here: uh, four and one all time to Portage Pigskins, Fu Tang Clan. The bogey team. So they've got. The bogey. Yeah, really got their number uh, through Tankland there. Interesting. Some there's some good teams, man. There's some you know, yeah, both pretty pretty even teams to be fair. Um, you know, uh, Cook and Henry probably you know cancel each other out. Chubb, I would say, gives Nick the edge over Montgomery. I don't know how Tyreek's gonna go, but I mean. Tyreek Hill over um, uh, over Brown at the at the Philadelphias. Yeah, the, wow, the Philadelphias are storming in this year, from what right. I've heard. I mean, the next wide receiver matchup is like an absolute train wreck, right? <laughs> yes. Like McLaurin at the command commandos. Uh, versus uh, St. Brown at uh, the Lions. Yeah. So who knows what's going to happen there. Yeah. Cordell, Cordell Patterson in the in the flex. Um, I think Nick, I think the Free Tank Clan probably has it there. Oh, I, I wouldn't be scared to chuck an old Gasecki in the flex uh, there. I haven't we, heard good we, thing. We, really. the, the new coach, new scheme, Gasecki, the, the, they're, not, they're not looking at tight ends. Um, really? Yeah, apparently. You you watch uh, you watch Tua get intercepted on his first two throws to uh, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, and uh, you watch him come straight back to his yeah. tight ends. Like I can't I can't split that one, eh? I think it's pretty even. I, I that one could that one for me could go either way. Nice luxury to have uh, as the Portage Pigskins to be able to have Stafford on your bench while you play Kyler Murray. Not not bad. Yeah. Not bad there. Yep. But uh, no, I yeah, I yeah. think um, I mean, there's six points in it in projections, but I mean, in terms of teams, yeah, I I can't split it. I think um, yeah, I think either one of them could win that. Fantastic, couldn't agree more. It will be very exciting to see what happens in the coming weeks. I think. So, anything else, Aaron, that you want to add before we uh, check out and? 
next time you're speaking will be actual real fantasy points on the board. Uh, no, nothing, nothing really from me. I'm looking forward to Friday's game. Um, I think it will be it will be an absolute cracker, um, reminiscent of the Rams versus Chiefs game that you know was what fifty points all and went to overtime. That's what I'm hoping for anyway. And then um, and then yeah, back into back into red zone Mondays. Um, yes. Yeah, looking forward to it. Can't wait. Early start Monday. Obviously, I think most of the games kick off at five. For the diehards out there like uh, Aaron and I, I usually set an alarm for 4.30 to check my team to make sure if there's any injuries that I can swap them out in time. Because as, my, uh, as soon as that 5am whistle blows, then you could have an injured player locked into your team. So good luck to everyone. And, uh,